0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're talking
1: pickups and grading two-start starters for the week of May 23rd, 2022, here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola, and we are going to be doing our two star pitcher thing as usual on the show. But Todd, I saw we have a snowout. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. I remember some snowouts over the years, like in April, maybe first week of the season, but I can't remember any snowouts in Colorado or
2: elsewhere uh, this late into the season. Especially, it was what eighty-seven degrees in Colorado yesterday. It was ninety in April. It's just, it's just nuts. So and I think it's supposed to be hot again tomorrow. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the elevation. Yeah, whatever. I mean, but um, you know, hey, um, it gets you know it gets the slate the game off the DFS slate early enough that you know we can adjust and hey, you know, it gives us something to talk about. Yeah, just
1: kind of a funny. Ugh. Crazy. strange thing i i was fed up here in wisconsin and, and madison here like a month ago it was still snowing i couldn't yeah. imagine still to, to this day but uh just kind of a wacky weird uh thing to to add to the list of weird things we're seeing this season how
2: are you though today on this friday afternoon doing well doing well i uh i blew a fuse in my new place and having trouble getting hold of my landlord so other than other than that, oh, things no. are fine. So the, I don't have my overhead lighting. I get, So you know, I look even goofier than normal. But we'll make it work. I got the fridge plugged into a uh, an alternate circuit. So Bozo and me using the microwave and the air fryer at the same time. I tested it out, and it was fine. Uh, but last night, it kind of blew it. So um, hopefully the landlord will get my note at some point.
1: Well, last I'd heard, last I'd talked to you,
2: going pretty well so i'm sorry that snag yeah. popped up but, uh... it's that's fine i mean whatever i'm just kind of if i if i couldn't get the fridge to work then i'd be a little bit more concerned but <laughs> yeah. it's all i'm paying electricity now so it saved me a little money so basically well, all it means it's a little bit darker at night uh and i can't you know i can't have the tv on as i'm you know in, in the bedroom so um I'll, I'll i'll make i'll live i'll be i'll be fine
1: well that's good man i uh I want to wish you a happy Nolan Gorman day. He was actually already stashed in the roto Stake League, so he was not among the
2: pickups last
1: night. But uh, I know James has some concerns about the K rate, so we'll just you
2: have what, to
1: see how he adjusts.
2: Anyone else? What's for that? those who – you know what else this weekend is? Uh, what is it? This is – it's not the quarter pull weekend for all that celebrate. <laughs> That's right. That's uh... – It's a classic Toddism. but it's (laughs) not actually the quarter pole. It's not just me. It's not just me that jumps on that. But, yeah, uh, I'll have that. The final
1: quarter is the quarter pole,
2: right? Yeah, the final quarter mile. Um, So, yeah, depending upon the length of the race, and I'm not even a horseman, but, um, you know, or four horsemen. Four horsemen. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. But, um, uh, yeah, I'll tweet that out tonight because teams are approaching 38 to 40 games. So we'll just get it out there.
1: We need a new four horseman faction, I think, in, in wrestling. But uh looking at last night's stake pickups again, Nolan Gorman was already rostered, so in this league we can't stash prospects, and he was already stashed. Um but Garrett Cooper picked up Miggy Cabrera, seems like people just fill in holes mostly. But then Nick Pavetta, and he's been great. And I'm trying to implement the Robbie Ray rule, like never say never with a guy. I've, I've been down this road many times, so I'm kind of like I have to fight it a little bit. I, I kind of want to just Write him off and chalk it up as a fluke, but uh, three straight quality starts went nine innings against Houston, no less, two hitter. What are you seeing as a Red Sox fan? Does this look sustainable at all? Is this is this a, a turned corner for Nick Pavetta?
2: I think we we've seen signs of this before. I don't. It, well, no, it's not sustainable. However, you know, where's the fall? Is it a is it a hard fall or is it a soft fall? And I don't know. I honestly don't know at this point. I haven't done a deep dive and haven't. I'm mean, actually I've had the sound on the past few I usually listen with the sound, listen with the sound off, watch with the sound off. But honestly, because I've been mispronouncing names, I've been listening to the game so I can at least hear some names, uh, and, and just kind of roughing it as far as trying to do work with with noise as opposed to you know talking as opposed to music. But anyway, um, to me, I, I guess. I guess if it, if I was uninterested previously, I'm now interested in the streaming realm. I don't know that he's. I don't know that he's an automatic guy yet. Still, I do need to look under the hood and check to see new pitches, this, that, the other thing. But um, Red Sox fan, I'm you know nice. It's 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 a a welcome shot in the arm to a staff that needs help. As a fantasy analyst, uh, I don't. I think it's a, a bit of a trap but um still streaming realm I no I, I don't think he get I don't think he has two this week or next week so we won't I don't think we'll have to go down that road
1: yeah I've again I've uh, oh, maybe had, he does. had Pavetta rostered many times throughout the years and James and I had him on our, our main event team a couple of years ago and it's just it's been a pain but I love to see over his last four outings Pavetta has issued a total of one walk. So I mean yes yeah. that's, that's
2: great. He, love to see the does, trust and stuff. He, he does have a two step so we'll we'll save it a little bit. But yeah, no he uh we will have to discuss Mr. Vivetta a little bit more and it's actually not it's it's a, it's a pretty good one too, the White Sox in Baltimore. So, yeah. yeah,
1: that is pretty good. I think off the cuff I'd say four. But
2: yeah, yeah. We get we'll around we'll, to we'll it. make it official. We'll make it official momentarily.
1: Alexis Diaz picked up, little brother of Edwin Diaz looks just like him in the face. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and I was kind of interested, but then he pitched in the eighth and yesterday things were pretty sloppy for Alexis Diaz. Tony Santian got, got the save. So I would probably recommend just uh laying hands off of this one because uh Lucas Sims could be back sometime too. And
2: maybe yeah. maybe NL only, right? I, mean, yeah, I don't I, think yeah, yeah. Alexis think. has been
1: good all year, but
2: yeah, maybe NL only. I don't think he's uh at this point anything uh more than that. Yeah.
1: Eli White, an $8 pickup. Did you grab Eli White last weekend in the NFBC anywhere for the steals?
2: Yep, I did. Um, yeah. I absolutely did. And I, I I think I wrote you guys a note. You guys were asking me to uh, help out with the back end. And I said, I will. As soon as I put El- Eli White in my DFS lineup, and sure <laughs> enough, I got him in there against Syndergaard. And nice. in the first inning, boom, got a steal. So, yeah, I, li- I, li- I wrote a little bit about uh, stolen bases this week in the Z-Files and i do like Eli white for that for that yeah
1: picking on uh, thor when it comes to steals is uh pretty much gold i feel like that guy cannot stop posing base runners
2: it, it used to be if you got on base you could run now it's when you get on base i mean he, he's not yeah. you know he's getting he's letting, well I mean, yeah, that's a little bit of an exaggeration but he has given up some base runners too at least more not than the
1: pre- exact same guy he used to be but yep, still yet. love to see him I know he had that really rough outing the other day, but I just, I'm glad to see Thor healthy and active. Sure, and sure, sure. Uh, Moose, Mike Moustakis, James picked up for 30. Needed a Joey Wendell replacement at third. So, you know, I think Moose is a lot better. His baseline's higher than it than he showed earlier this season, but uh, just kind of a, a fill in, not a
2: guy I expect James yeah. to. Uh, roster for a prolonged period yeah and wendell turned out to be not turned out i mean wendell it's not just a a whole home replacement wendell's playing wendell's playing really really well did he get hurt though with joey
1: wendell i think he might have yeah no he did yeah he did okay yeah so that's why that's why james said yeah uh, yeah okay uh chase silseth i got for only six i think james was so focused on hitting that he let me you know silseth might have slipped under his radar maybe just I don't know. I didn't look at like the backup bids, but um, I expected to get outbid on Silseth, but I got him for six. Gets Oakland again, and you know maybe the second time you see an order, maybe they're a little more in tune with what you're throwing. Maybe they pick up on things a little better. But uh, I'm going to deploy him right away for that second outing against
2: Oakland. And in this league, you get him to, if he stays in rotation. You get a double dip from him, right? Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah, on CBS, he's just listed for one, but the. Uh, yeah, because this is Friday through Thursday, so if he does stick around, it would be two.
2: Yeah, how about so that? That could be pretty nice. I,
1: I'm good good things that we saw in his debut. Six innings, only one hit allowed. Only four Ks, but uh, I, I will pick on that Oakland team when I can. Yep. Uh, Matthew Librator, along with Nolan Gorman, Librator is coming up for St. Louis, I think, starting tomorrow, right? So um, I yeah. don't know exactly how he stacks up with guys like Kirby and others, but. Uh, Definitely on the the radar immediately now. These in the big leagues,
2: good team, uh, great de- good park, great defense. You got to be interested. Um, you know, in Kirby's shown. You know, granted, the last outing was against the Red Sox. Uh, uh, you know, good. Te- well, uh, now now they're hitting anyway. Uh, you know, let's let's uh, temper expectations. But yeah, um, it's certainly certainly a good context, good team context. Absolutely. Ben Gamble, Cole
1: Calhoun picked up a guy's filling some needs here. Jose Iglesias, Jonah Heim, Cole Irvin, Clay Holmes has been great. It's kind of a sneaky pickup, especially because he's got like three saves already. Right. So, yeah, I like that one as a he's emerged where he's still available. Go grab him. And Chad Green is out, right? Yeah, that's right. Chad Green got hurt. So good call there. And he's just been a revelation, uh, Clay Holmes. So good on him. And this is only a one catcher league, but MJ Melendez got picked up. And I'm kind of kicking myself because I need power. And while I have a pretty solid catcher in uh, Alejandro Kirk, man, I could see slotting Melendez into one of those two UT spots we have in that league. And because uh, he's going to be playing a lot. So yeah, uh, with that power, I think he's uh, an ad in pretty much every
2: league. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, it's kind of surprises available just even in a two, one catcher league because I'm not even sure he's going to play more now. It's just he's going to play more catcher now. Yeah, He was true. playing a lot elsewhere, and this just helps those in keeper leagues uh, have Melendez get to that 20 catcher, 20 catcher, 20 game mark that much faster.
1: Absolutely. Over in uh, Derek Van Riper's hockey League, Danny Jansen was still out there in the two catcher league, so he went for 12. I got silsa there for eight as well uh eli white seven kind of a quiet week brendan donovan though i saw he's starting today even with Nolan gorman up and one guy who wasn't picked up but he was on my he was on my waterfall and i'm excited to make a run at him again next week because i'm rebuilding isaac paredes uh two homer game against his old team classic revenge game we've had some revenge games this week with tyler naquin
2: um all right is this crazy against cleveland this is dvr's league yeah yeah, um, I don't know what DVR's you know position as far as where he's playing, but he—I'm going to whisper this just to you, so only you hear—he DVR likes Paredes.
1: Oh man! So I'm going to be fighting him next week. Huh? <laughs> well,
2: just be aware.
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of like—I mean, I'm glad I got Sil Seth, but I almost kind of wish I'd had another drop listed for uh, Paredes so I could have grabbed him. But yeah, two homers against against Detroit. Making them uh, miss what they let go not too long ago. So, yeah, I like Isaac Paredes. Anything else on your mind today, Todd, before we get into next week's two-star pitchers?
2: Um, no, no. Well, I mean, I, I mentioned it briefly. I got a new piece up on the uh, sorry about the honking horn outside. Uh, that's all right. Completely. The um, they're coming to get me. The uh, I put a, a piece this week on RotoWire about stolen bases, everything you need to know about uh, streaming stolen bases. Um, uh, rotowire.com/free for those of you that don't subscribe. Why don't you? Uh, ten day, what? Ten day free trial, right, Clay? No credit card yep. required initially, and if you like it, if you dig it, then then we ask for your stuff. But uh, yeah, no uh, no tracking devices, no nothing um, for the first ten days. And you know we're confident enough that if you you know not just my stuff, but if you if you get it, if you subscribe, that you're gonna it'll be worth your while for the for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, I'm confident you will like what we provide and uh if not then you don't need to sign up but um there you go i think if you give us a shot you will like what we provide and our projected starters grid would be included with that as well and before we get into those projected starters i will just say one more thing i pulled a trade yesterday in this Derek van Riper hockey league uh traded dylan carlson for tanner halk on a 3a contract so i'm pretty darn happy about that and you, you love it when you acquire a guy then you turn on the game and he's just dominating like, I thought Hulk looked outstanding last night out of the bullpen. so seems like maybe he's stretching back out to a full starter's workload I, either way, I like how quite a bit as a uh, long term piece. so he's pretty happy about that,
2: yeah, I would just i mean, i I agree, but you you kind of danced around it. Just like to know what his what especially this year, what his role is? because I think part of the lower strikeout rate is just because he's been jumping between starting and long relief and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, opener and, and, and primary pitcher um, love the arm. And that for a keeper league, I think it's fantastic. I just, you know, I've got him in a, in a, the XFL in a one year, you know, well, it's, it's a keeper league, but I, I need to know what to do with him this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I just kind of wish the, you know, I, I mean, the Red Sox fan, I understand what they're doing and I actually like it. But as a fantasy manager, it's driving me nuts because I think uh, it's hurting his performance.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: Yeah, it's not the most fantasy-friendly role right now, but I do really like uh, Tanner Howell. can I? the announcers for that game were cracking me up because they were saying, you know, How should go to Hollywood and star in, like, a Western movie. He could be the villain or the hero. So it was, he does kind of have that, like... Um, who was the guy in Tombstone, uh, Val Kilmer? He kind of looks like Val Kilmer in Tombstone. Uh, not so sweaty, but kind of looks like him in the face. All right, let's get into the uh, two-star pitchers for next week—the week of May 23rd. Uh, not the quarter poll, but uh, almost almost two months into the season now. Zach Davies versus Kansas City versus the uh, Dodgers. I can't see it at all with Davies. I—I I mean, Kansas City is a nice matchup, but LA is on the other side of the coin, and I'm—I'm going to give him a zero.
2: Yeah, I am too. We can we can save the ghosting jokes for elsewhere. You know, what? I think at this point this seems like a Stephen Wright joke. Every time that I hit the mute button uh, on my microphone, to, so you don't hear the horns, it goes off. <laughs> and then when you want me to talk, I took the, I hit the mute button back on, and the horn starts the horn again. Starts playing. So I think I'm I think I'm controlling the horn outside. Anyway, all right, yeah, David. Somebody's pulling a mean joke on you. You, I mean, I hear this a lot because you know I live in a you know I'm on a main street and someone bumps a car or you know whatever, but it usually just lasts three or four seconds and it goes away. This is Mm -hmm. like, it's like I think maybe someone hit a car, you know, uh, and it just the the owner doesn't isn't aware. Can I say owner when I talk about a car? Yeah, the the, the car manager. The cars managers fantasy.
1: Yeah, games. yeah. No, I uh, hope everything's okay. But yeah, it's not a big. <laughs> well, actually, sounds like it. it just stopped. So it did, but I, for the time being, all right.
2: uh, <laughs> We shall see. All <laughs> but, right. Um, anyway, it's not the important thing is it's not my car.
1: Yeah, that's all that really matters. A <laughs> right. uh, Tucker Davidson. Yeah, Man, good outing against Milwaukee, but uh, I have a hard time buying into that. Uh, five scoreless innings showing there. 3 to 3K to walk, and there, there it goes again, Todd. Uh, yeah. We spoke it back into existence. But we, I just – you know, as many walks as Ks, and it had some prospect pedigree, but I'm going to give Tucker Davidson a 0-2. too.
2: All right, microphone back on. Um I'm going to give him a 1. I know Philly's – I, I know before. Philly's tough. Uh, it, it, by the end of the – actually, it's early in the week, I believe, that he's got that Philadelphia – I assume Harper will be back over after getting the PRP maybe he'll be back this weekend, but I'm going to, I'm going to give him a one give him a one.
1: Okay. Okay. And then Max freed for me is probably not quite that five level, but he's a high end four for me.
2: I think he may, uh, there's a lot of good to start starters this week. Um, now, now we've got the sirens coming. So this is, this is a really good day. Um, for those of you who like to pick apart and, and and criticize, not what we talk about, but what else you hear, you're going to have a field day. I got freed in the fives. I got him a top 10 pitcher this week. Uh, okay. I think I think he's there.
1: Yeah, maybe so. I um, Maybe I'm not giving him enough love, but I'll, I'll stick with four for now. Uh, Jordan Lyles and Bruce Zimmerman. Got to go to the Bronx to start the Nat Boston. Tough for yeah. both guys, so... You know, I think I'm actually going to give both a zero. I, I am too. Yeah, I don't think I could start either one.
2: Yep. Uh, the you know, the Red Sox, as we expected, have kind of turned it back on again. Uh, and the Yankees are just, you know, they don't they they're just playing tough. You know, they don't go on or off. They're just they're always on.
1: Yeah, they've been steamrolling people, and yeah, uh, yeah. Judge looking like an MVP, and yeah, Giancarlo playing well, and that rotation's been great too. So, yep, yep. Yeah. I was actually asking Jeff yesterday on the XM show. I said uh, I would still think maybe the Dodgers are the World Series favorites, but do you think maybe the Yankees are have let the Dodgers as uh, at least should be favorites?
2: We, like right now, yes. If we're yeah, based upon what we've seen so far, sure. I'll answer yes. Um, yeah. Actually, I think it was in the, the MLB Network. They had an interesting question. Uh, do we think, you know, what are the, was it with fair or foul? I believe was the fair or foul segment, fair or foul. There will be a, the world series will will consist of teams from only Los Angeles and only New York. Hmm. Uh, You know, I was, you know, obviously the, the, the angels, Angels, Dodgers, uh, Yankees and Mets. Um, You know, if I'm a betting man, I'm taking the field just because it's, you know, (laughs) it's just a safer bet, but you know what, that's not a, that, that was a good question. Because you can make an argument that if it's not the Yankees, it's going to be you know the Angels. If it's not the Dodgers, it's going to be the Mets.
1: Yeah, I I think that'd be great for the game. I mean, I obviously with you know, the Reds aren't going anywhere, so I don't really have a rooting interest. But uh, I think you know those big market, huge matchups are good for the game and, and drawn ratings. So that's maybe, true but I maybe think, yankees I, dodgers wouldn't be so bad
2: but i mean i you know for i i think from from a from a non-marketing point of view uh i'm trying to think of a small market team that's competing pretty well you know call it i guess milwaukee but a milwaukee tampa bay world series would be great for for the for baseball you know to show that other, you know other teams can make it
1: true maybe not so good for the World Series rating. Right. Yeah. But, uh, right.
2: Right. Right. It wouldn't wouldn't be bad. I just,
1: you know, there's kind of that misconception out there that super teams are bad for the game and dynasties. I, that's I think been proven wrong many times. So i yep, absolutely. You know, yeah, I'm not not against the a big market world series this year. Nick Pavetta, who we talked about as a top pickup this week at the White Sox versus Baltimore, as he said. So I'm gonna give him a four.
2: Is that about right? All right, you know what? He comes out as a three for me, but I have not downloaded or uploaded all of the information, which includes recent performance, which is going to elevate him. So I'm going to say that he's going to get enough of a boost to be a low end four. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: as you alluded to, it wasn't just that nine inning two hitter. He's right. Yeah. You know, strong, pretty, pretty good stretch here. Three straight, really strong outings for Pavetta. Yep. Drew Smiley at the Reds. At Chicago White Sox. So a couple tough pitching venues, not the toughest offenses right now, but uh one and five. Teams bad. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Smiley a zero. I I don't want to get sucked into that.
2: I have him as a zero. It would not surprise me when I make my adjustments if he's a one. And that's probably because I'm a I'm a Smiley sucker and would would maybe start him.
1: Tyler Malley's been getting on track lately. Thank yep. goodness. Uh, we knew he was a lot better than he showed earlier, but uh, back-to-back quality starts both on the road, though. So still got his home issues to worry about. Both are at home, but versus the Cubs and Giants, even in light of his uh, you know, home road splits, I think you're turning them loose here. So I'm going to give him a four, even, even with his struggles so far.
2: Yeah, I got a three. I got, I got a three. San Francisco's just so pesky are scary they're annoying
1: too because they they called up luis gonzalez he's great (laughs) i picked him up in a league or two with colorado coming up and then they sent him back down so they just
2: yeah um, i'm a little i'm a little disappointed that brandon belt didn't take advantage of cores like he did last year although he should have at least one more trip i i don't know that i lost money you know what i didn't win as much because i did pretty well when i during that weekend um, I think that means, it means I kind of broke even <laughs> when I, when I, when I say I did well in TFS, I didn't, I didn't take down any tournament. Although I did, I did get a free rotowire online championship for next year. Oh, really? Yeah. in the, oh, uh, really? in the, yeah, in the fan nice. bowl In the fan bowl. Don't tell Peter, I still want to represent the site, you know, oh, well, in in we'll and yeah. yeah, but, uh, no, that's yeah, it's
1: no small chunk of change.
2: No, no. And it, it was fun. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, you know, but, um, but anyway, um, Tyler Molly, I'm going to give him – I'm still going to go three. Nice. Unrelated, but uh, did
1: you have any thoughts on Royce Lewis getting sent down? Because I, I was telling James, like, I'm not going to raise a big stink about it. But isn't that kind of what you dream of when you're an organization? You promote a top prospect, like, not having to send him down because of performance? They just send him down anyway.
2: Like, What I want to um, – I have a – you know, I'm going to prescient here. I have a suspicion that Eric Halteman and I – We'll talk about him tomorrow on the uh, MLB Network radio show, which I think a little early tomorrow. It's at 1 p.m. We may oh, or may nice. not have recorded it already and talked about uh, and talked about Royce Lewis. Um, I want to see where Lewis plays his first few games back. Um, I forget. I think it. I think our note in the site said we expect him to play mostly shortstop. If he's playing mostly short or all shortstop, to me, it just means they want him to keep playing. Hmm. If he's moving around. To me, it means that they, uh, the Twins organization, Lewis wants to, uh, you want to figure out, you know, get him familiar with some other positions and and have him back up again. Um, The the catch, the caveat, the sticking point is, Carlos Correa, as you know, is an opt out each of the next three seasons, right? Mm -hmm. So, you you want to make sure Lewis is ready to play shortstop, but you also want to be ready. I mean, you don't, I don't think you want, I don't think you're hoping Correa leads, right? You know, so, and he's not moving off shortstop. He's too good at defender. So, um, I think at least this year, it's kind of, I don't know if it's a catch 22, but it's kind of a hairy scenario. Uh, having, having, having said that, DH is certainly open. Uh, yeah, Miranda's
1: really been struggling. And I, yeah. I just, I get that, you know, long term, you probably want, Lewis to be at short still but uh don't you want him helping the team this season in Yeah, first I think place, so. yeah,
2: I think I think if Minnesota is still contending which I expect them to be in a, in a little in a little while, I think we'll see Lewis back and we'll, and we'll Minnesota will find ways to get him in the lineup. I just I don't think they want to mess with his I mean a little bit with you know, a little bit of Bobby Witt where Kansas City moved to third and now, moved him back to shortstop. I think they just, uh, you know, I, they foresee him as they see him as a shot. I'm not as familiar with his defensive chops as James might be, but, uh, or oh, James is, I should probably, not, might be, is, but um, that's my take is they prefer to have him playing every day at shortstop. Um, but if they're competing, you know, they, they got to bring him up sooner, sooner than later. If I have him, if I have him in the NFPC, I'm not dropping, I'm not. I'm not dropping him just to drop him and get a replacement. If I need that seventh spot, I will drop him, but I'm holding him because I don't know. I you're kind of hinting, he may not be down long.
1: Exactly. I'm holding him where I can. I advise doing the same unless your you know injuries are really forcing your right, hand. But, right,
2: uh, right, right. Yeah, I
1: had to swap him out of my stake league line. I plugged in Joey Votto, but um yeah. honestly I think I'd rather have Chris <laughs> Lewis. Uh, right now, than Joey Votto in my lineup.
2: Oh, this is around so, the time that Votto took off last year. Yeah, I'm hoping. Not saying you he will. I'm not saying you no. will, but the potential. You know, we've seen what can happen in another. You know, whatever it might be, 120 games.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping for better to come. Yep. But uh, yep, yep. We'll have to see. And he seems confident, Joey. I saw he tweeted something like, in response to a graphs article, like five months still to go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Wait yep. and see. But that was couple weeks ago now so. yeah, yeah yeah uh for cleveland zach police at cal Quantrill. i wrote up cal Quantrill's uh rap note the other day uh, yesterday i guess when he faced the reds and you know the surface results are not bad at all but uh 25 strikeouts in 41 in the third innings bottom 10 strikeout rate among qualifiers i at houston at detroit i guess the at detroit makes Quantrill a one for me, but I'm actually going to go zero on Plisac.
2: I've got I've got Plisac as a one, um, and I've got Quantrill in the three range. Uh, oh, but no. you, I mean that that Houston game is a bit scary. Um, it might just be that my strikeout rate hasn't caught up yet with Quantrill. That I may need to take a real look at that to see. You know, do I think the Quantrill corrected himself, or is there something going on there? So I'm going to tentatively give him a three, but it could be moved down to a two by by post on. Yeah,
1: he's again, he's overcome the uh, lack of dominance so far, but it's a lot up to chance when you allow that much contact,
2: right? Or variance, or good and bad, or you you start to gain dominance. So I, you know, th- that that's the way to fend off the inevitable regression, is to improve the skills. I'm I'm looking it up as we speak, checking out the swinging strike rate. Yeah, that's down to seven point three, and, and to be honest, the previous nine point three wasn't wasn't all that fantastic. Um, so, and then we were falsely led to believe the the previous strikeouts, um, even though seven point two eight per nine isn't all that great. Um, yeah, even even if we were to get back to last year's mark, um, that's still that's still below average.
1: Yeah, and you've kind of beat the drum that's you know you can outpitch your peripherals until you can't. So it's
2: a or nice story for Quantrill over the past right. few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's and great. I don't and that, the point being I'm gonna you know I'll, you know what, what do you think Zola? You know what I don't I don't I don't see a huge leap in strikeouts. To you know I think I see a, a moderate one but i'm kind of with you in that i think the uh i just don't think that he's had enough innings to for my system to completely uh penalize him too much maybe yeah, i it's have That's probably to, smart
1: maybe, because it is still a pretty yeah, modest sample
2: maybe it's time to accelerate it just a tad we'll see
1: now Kyle Freeland's on the road for two at Pittsburgh at Washington so maybe Maybe we'll have to have Freeland on a waterfall, That's begrud- begrudgingly. But remember, this is a guy who actually struggles quite a bit away from court. So I, uh, I think I'll give him a one to match like Quantrill, but I'm not going higher than
2: that. I have him in the zero range, but um, I'm with you in that if I was really desperate for a starter, he would be, because of the away starts, he would be in mind. It may just be that they need to increase the amount of expected innings.
1: Yeah, it could blow up in your face. And I don't recommend doing it, you know, in a lot of spots, but I could see myself somewhere where I have like, I'll you know, probably not sure, <laughs> but probably aim higher in
2: the leagues where I have sure. Maybe to some me, like more of team a, team yeah, team. me. It's more of a head to head scenario where you feel you need more starts this week. I don't know if I'm taking the chance in Roto.
1: Maybe in like a 15 team
2: where I'm down, like, Lodolo, and maybe, uh, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe. The
1: loss. Still stashing Boz and a little bit too. I'll give him a complimentary one. Nobody for the White Sox. They have two off next week. And then, uh, for the Detroit Tigers, Joey Wentz. Uh, I feel like I've heard that name before, but not a guy I'm considering. Uh, zero for me.
2: Uh, yeah, Wentz was up earlier in the year. Either that or we thought he would be up earlier in the year, but he's one of my lowest ranked um pitchers on the board, so no, nah, that's a no.
1: Luis Garcia of Houston, I think I have my first five of the week because that's been great. Um a couple of like shaky, but some outings earlier in the year we had the low strikeouts. Those crashed up and in- Versus Cleveland at Seattle, pretty nice matchups. So, uh, he's my first
2: five of the week. I'm gonna go uh, pretend that no one's listening for a second, Clay. You are going in and out on me. I don't know if it's your internet or not. Um, is anybody watching on Facebook that can l- give us a hand if it's uh, what's going on? Sorry to hear that, Todd.
1: How are you? How are you hearing me now?
2: Um, a little bit better, I think. But exactly, uh, it, it, it might be, it might be on my end. But it, it, anyway. I've got Probably Garcia. End, I no, actually, it's, it's, a it's, media yeah. computer. it's still it's still rough. It's still rough on my end. So, just yeah. want to let you know. All right, let's uh, let's pretend that no one heard us talk about that. I got Garcia as the fourth overall pitcher this week, so he's a he's a five. A lot of good, lot of good two start starters this week too.
1: Thanks for bearing with me, and sorry. Uh, we're getting a new media computer in here, but I think this media computer is just so full of podcasts and radio shows that. Uh, yeah. It's kind of slowed down the process uh, Zach is that grinky man such an anomaly with the low k's but at arizona and minnesota i guess i'll give grinky like a a one but how much is it he really helping
2: me with those low k's i
1: i don't think i can go higher than a one
2: yeah our friend rob silver we seem to we seem to quote one of rob's tweets every week uh one of his more you know lighthearted tweets he's uh, for a while, Granky was trending towards setting a record for success with the with the lowest strikeout rate, but he fanned a few batters this week, so Rob's like, he's going to have to really try to get that strikeout rate back down again if he wants to, you know, whatever, set the record. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously tongue-in-cheek. Uh, you know what? He's I, I don't think you can judge Granky. It's just when you think he's going to do well, he could stink, and, and, and he still has enough in that little bag of tricks of his for a, a vice versa. So I'm going to, I'm going to give him a one, but I, I hope I don't have to make that decision anywhere. Cause he's just like a, he's like a knuckleballer at this point. Right. You just, uh, he just up there flip, you know, flipping the ball up there and some days he's going to do well. And some days he's going to get crushed.
1: Yeah. I have him in a draft champions league and I, I have a ton of pitcher injuries, but even there I'm like, <laughs> how can I swap this guy out? Like I'm constantly looking to get him out, but I yeah,
2: yeah, I have yeah. One league where
1: I just kind of have to. By the way, we have a comment in the chat from Glenn it said nice reports. Also wondering if I could post the player names as we talk about them on the screen. I don't know how to do that, quite frankly, but I will include all of our pitcher grades in the show notes. And, and you we'll can try check out rotowire.com/slash
2: yeah. uh, f- try. And especially if we talk a little bit. If we go on about a player, we'll try to mention his name once or twice during the uh, during the diatribe.
1: Absolutely. And again, roadwire slash try for a ten day trial on us. You can see all the the latest news that we're talking about and the starters grid. Uh, no two start starters for the Angels, but then for the Dodgers, they got a full week and they're down Kershaw, so maybe ride Pepio again later in the week, but the two start starters for them are Tyler Anderson and uh Walker Bueller. Anderson's four zero, but he's kind of been a little iffy lately. Bueller's strikeouts aren't that great, but he's got a two eight nine ERA. So I'm going to give Bueller a five. Tyler Anderson, I'll give a three.
2: So what we're saying is Bueller's out pitching his peripherals. He's yeah. never done that, except he, except every year he's pitched. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, his strikeouts are down, but I'm still yes yeah, still in the five range. I've got Anderson as a zero but looking at the teams again actually Arizona is not the the pushover offense that you know sometimes we think they they're not great but they're not a pushover either i'm going to give Anderson a one but right now i've got him in the zero range but maybe that'll adjust up when i do the final rankings
1: well only a one huh so i got him as a 3 but you got a one yeah a um ranks. i actually dropped him last week in Towers but i may try to pick him back up
2: if, based upon that i guess i need to do it to, i mean we're definitely at the point of the season where Um, And Jeff and I are doing this for, um, for the site projections where we have to reevaluate our, our baseline. Um, For instance, uh, uh, we, we looked at, or Jeff looked at Aaron Savali and Eliezer Hernandez. Um, Peter, Peter Schenke pointed out that we're kind of rosy on our, on our site projections. So we we took a, Jeff took a look at them and I, I, I was my system had already kind of downgraded them both. Jeff kind of caught up. And I think we're definitely at the point now where we do need to reevaluate our initial expectations.
1: Yeah, with Eliezer, I think it's time to uh downgrade him significantly. And I, I actually picked up Max Meyer. He was the guy I dropped Tyler Anderson for. Now Max Meyer's hurt, so it'll probably be a while, but uh still wonder if Eliezer's bumped at some point for long a bump from that rotation. It's a,
2: it's a bevy of riches in that organization.
1: Yeah. They got Yuri Perez, 19 years old. At Edward AA's. Cabrera. Yeah. Yeah. Edward Cabrera too. That's a good call. Uh, so on to that Miami team, it looks like because, you know, they're down Lazardo and because Myers hurt, they're just going to go with a uh, four man rotation for now with a couple off days. So that would leave Pablo Lopez in for two. And that's a five. He's, I mean, he's like a young
2: player. That is a five. Absolutely.
1: Early least Cy as long as his arm holds up.
2: It's a, it's a rough two step, you know, at Tampa and at Atlanta, but yeah, he he's kind of matchup proof at this point. I agree with you,
1: uh, Adrian Hauser, Corbin Burns, Corbin Burns an easy five. What do you make of Hauser at San Diego at St. Louis? I, you know, he hasn't been that bad, but I can only give him. You know, I think I'll give Hauser a two. Because he's like a step up from like the Granky Freeland types for me.
2: Yep. Yeah, no, the, it's you know the kind of a t- couple. It's a tough matchup. He's kind of a th- a three pitcher, two three guy with the matchup dependent at San Diego, at St. Louis. Hausers down to a two.
1: And speaking of Milwaukee, I I benched. Uh, who's that young arm they have? Ashby. 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 I benched Ashby for that like four
2: inning save.
1: Ugh, that really
2: well he's kind of we oh. talked about Tanner Houck before. He's I mean he's he doesn't have the uh the, you know Hulk's been around an, an extra year, but he's kind of in that same boat, you know.
1: He's on that path of just kind of building up in the bullpen for <laughs> yeah. now. So yeah. him and like Spencer
2: Strider those times. Well Strider, it sounds like it sounds like Atlanta likes him, especially with Matzik out. They at least for the next month, they, they like him in that setup role.
1: Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Strider transition to the rotation but out.
2: They, uh, yeah he still might but i had yeah. to adjust my own expectations uh for strider um because it, it does sound like um that atlanta wants to use him to setting up set, uh, to set up with uh like i said with matzik out anyway
1: yeah i was kind of you know the starting would be a friendly role for fantasy if he's in that setup role it's kind of yeah things his appeal but i still like him quite a bit long term chris archer i don't see how i could start him uh I, i'm picking this minnesota team to win the division but the pitching is questions devin smelts are already up and josh winders you know james was noting dealing with some diminished velocity and some his roles kind of up in the air but anyway chris archer's a zero
2: Agreed. Even with the, is there a better than home against Detroit and home against Kansas City? There isn't a better matchup and you know I don't know that there's a better matchup, but that's a zero.
1: You know, I was about to say maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll bump him up to one, but he hasn't even gone five it, in it, a single start
2: this year. Right. That's kind of where I'm coming from, too. Yeah. Um but yeah, if he had I mean, gone
1: five in one start, I probably would have bumped him up. But, but you uh,
2: know what this means? What's don't it? you want some of the Minnesota relievers in this series. Yeah, yeah. probably t- t- Vulture a winner. Perhaps? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wrong, some least, of bro. some of the middle, re- especially when you mentioned Smeltzer. Uh, yeah. To me, I, if, if I have the spot, I, I don't have the names off the top, but I'm looking at some of the, you know, the, the middle relief guys in Minnesota to try to, you know, Vulture a win this week.
1: Yeah. It's a smart play. I think, Um yeah, they got, Two of the worst teams in the American League on the dock this week. Yeah, and
2: they're at home, yeah.
1: The uh, Mets lost Max Scherzer. I, that's a big blow for me in a couple leagues. I'm like in second in the FSGA League, but I'm losing Scherzer now. So, tough pill to swallow. We'll see what the uh, Mets do in the meantime. But they actually don't have any two-starters in our grid right now. But maybe Trevor Williams, if that's the case, I wouldn't consider him. He'd be a
2: zero, but... Um, right. I mean, Peterson, David
1: Peterson. Yeah. Peterson might be a pickup, even though he's on one start this week.
2: And he's not even on the team right now. He was sent down. Yeah. So uh, depending on your league rules, you may or may not be able to pick him up if he's not up on Monday. And, and who's to say that they don't go in another direction, the Mets, but um, Peterson's still a streamer. Um, you know, he, well, not still, he. he uh, but, but yeah, we'll see what the Mets end up doing. I mean, people are like, either oh, the Mets will be fine. You know, I, I this this is scary. When you're without Scherzer and Jerome, that's scary. And I mean, Chris, McGill. And McGill. So yeah. We'll see.
1: Yeah, that's uh are suddenly looking a lot more shaky in that rotation than they were a few days ago. Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery. I got Cole as a five, obviously. And Montgomery, I'm gonna give a four. Uh still looking for that first win, but he's been really good. Wins are a weird, weird stat. Jason Klett had a great article about wins, by the way, at the site recently. It would Chasing wins,
2: it would certainly help Montgomery if if New York left him in there another inning or so. I mean, they they, they such a quick hook.
1: Yeah, that is such kinda, a quick hook. I guess I've, they do have a silly bullpen, so that kind of yeah,
2: I do have him in the five range, but I think it it sounds like I mean it might. I'm going to keep him as a five, but. Okay. I may, if I over projected his innings, he could drop, but, uh, Baltimore and Tampa, um, Tampa is obviously tough, but I'm going to keep it in the five range.
1: All right. So Oakland, James Caprillion, Dalton Jeffries, kind of like, you know, what we saw from Caprillion last year. And Jeffries had some, some prospect pedigree at Seattle versus Texas. I think I'm going to give Caprillion a one, but then Jeffries a zero until I see more.
2: I've got Caprillion in the three range. I don't know if I'm confident about that. I'm gonna think say three.
1: Were, if this were last year's Caprillion, like no injury concerns, I could see it. But I just I need to get him a little yeah. bit more distance away from the injury.
2: That's probably what it is. Is that it's based upon it's it's very formulaic rank that has a, has a pretty nice baseline. But I'm gonna stick with it. Oh, you know, uh, something could change when I really look at it tonight when I dig in. Uh but I got Jeffries in the two. Um uh, I just I I like the matchups. Um good parks. Philly and oh three, you said, yeah right? three and a two. Yeah. Nice. And
1: then for Philly, Zach Wheeler, Kyle Gibson at Atlanta. Then at the New York Mets. So you know Wheeler's a five. Gibson I just don't really like Gibson. So I guess I'll give him a two just to be
2: fair but uh i like gibson i don't know what you. Yeah. he's a nice guy no just, i just oh, never, oh, oh he's funny, i'm nice being silly yeah. um i'm giving him a two as well i don't as a pitcher i think we both have the same reservations is i mean you, we're kind of going eh, but yet saying two and not one or zero which means he teases us without it. good outing you know he's with the good outings and we're afraid it's almost like it's almost like kirk kyle gibson fomo we want to say one or zero but we're saying two
1: yeah, that's true. Like it's, he has teased us, and another guy has teased us, or at least me before. Was JT Brewbaker for uh, Pittsburgh, and I see some K's, and I'm like, ooh, you know, missing some bats, and I pick him up, he gets rocked. So uh, I've learned my lesson. Versus Colorado at San Diego, not the worst uh, matchups, but I can't go higher than like a one, and maybe that's high.
2: I've got him, in, I've got him as zero, but it's like borderline one. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stick with a zero. But I can see where again, contextually, if you need a double start this week for whatever, if that's your league, if you know head to head, I can see where you might want to go out and pick them up. I'm not picking them up in a uh, in a in a roto league though.
1: Blake Snell's back, but uh, some command issues stuff. I thought from what I saw looked okay, but. Uh... You know, three walks and three and two-thirds innings. need to see him stretch out a little bit. But I could see, you know, given the second one's against like Pitt at home, I could see, you know, even if you don't expect him to get a win in either of those, the the total being worth deploying in some leagues. So I'll give him a one. But in uh, most leagues, if I can, like in the 12, if I can spare
2: it, if
1: I can afford to wait on Snell,
2: I would. I've got him as a four, but I may be over projecting the innings. Wow. I may want to calm that down a bit. Um, what I want to check with Snell, and I don't think three and a thirds is enough. And I wish I remembered exactly what he did, but he, he remember he, he changed up his repertoire down the stretch last year. Um, I yeah, want to make bag tough.
1: his change up or something.
2: Yeah. I want to see. I want to see exactly what he's, what he's, if, if, if he's maintained that change uh, carrying over, but, I'm going to – I mean, I got him – like I said, I got him as a four. I'm going to give him a three, um, and, and and a lot of it does – well, they're both at home, which helps a lot. Uh, being the second one at Pittsburgh helps a real lot. Well, versus Pittsburgh helps a real lot.
1: Yeah, it's just Snell can be wild and loses mechanics sometimes. So, again, if I can afford to wait, I think ideally I would, but I'll, I'll give him a one. Yep. I got you down to okay. three. As a three. Marco Gonzalez for Seattle versus Oakland versus Houston. So two home starts. Tough matchup in the nightcap. And talk about outpitching your peripherals. Uh
2: he's a bit like Gibson, right? At least in our heads. He's kind of like doesn't strike out a lot of guys, but darn he's pitched some. He's a little bit better than Gibson, I think. But he's that same kind of guy where you can get blown up.
1: Yeah, I agree he's a little bit better than Gibson, but I'm going to actually give him the exact same grade as a 2 here because uh, I'm just always kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop.
2: Right, right. Well, I'm going to give him a 3. Okay. I'll give him a 3 because uh, I think he does give length. But um yeah, you're right. I mean, exactly. I mean, he this is the 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 pitch to contact guys that have some success. Marcus Stroman, we can these are all up a level. I mean, the same, you know, Stroman's at at the top of this kind of clump of players but they're always tough because especially, you know, we like our strikeouts and they're a category, so we have to like them, but they also help peripherals. They help skills. So giving them a three and just not watching that Houston game.
1: Alex Cobb's been a big disappointment for me. All those numbers are skewed by a recent uh, seven run blow up for, for Alex Cobb. But I really thought, yeah, just, Appealing to authority with the Giants and that splitter, but um, versus the Mets at Cincinnati, I, where I have him, I'm going to be turning him loose, but
2: I think I'll give Cobb.
1: I think I have to give him a two. I think I have to give him a two. All
2: right. So Cobb's ERA is 5.61. Yeah. His expected ERA is 1.75. Jeez. His FIP is 2.67. Now, expected, I think it's a stack cast measure. His uh-huh. xFIP is 2.36, and his Sierra, as he Google, as he searches Sierra, is 2.54. So depending upon which expected metrics and how much you believe in them, uh, you know his ERA is twice what it should be. Air so, quote should be.
1: That's a really good um, note. Thank you. For 3.94 that
2: BABIP. 3.94 BABIP. 49.7 left on base percent. These numbers are just, you know, all right. He's not pitching out of jams. Well, it's it's more than that. Uh, strike, you know walk, the walk rate is, you know I say it's high, but it's kind of where he's been the, the past couple of years, and he's got a career best strikeout rate. So yeah. I am looking for, uh, I'm looking, well, there's going to be a correction, right? These are not the the teams, you know. When I say correction, that's out of your control. So there's going to be a correction out of the control, but these are a couple of well, the Mets anyway. Um, along with the way of saying I'm giving him a three um, and he is a buy low in general for me okay now 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 my friend you were going so far in and out I can't even hear you. Sorry.
1: I'm going to have to give a, a four.
2: I heard every other word and then heard, give him a four miles. Michael's who are we talking about? Miles Michaelis? Um, Yeah. Hopefully it's not this way over, uh, over, over the air. Michael's he's, right, he's just like the guys we were talking about, but he's, you know, a little bit better as far as the, uh, you know, the top of that no contact range, but he's been getting it done lately. Yeah. I'm going
1: to give him a four. Shane McClanahan, a five, right? He's yeah, yeah, he's looking like a potential first rounder next year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to go. Not back. for you. Yes. To... Yeah, yes. No, I agree. You. I agree. I agree. I agree.
1: Dane Dunning at the angels at Oakland's. I can't really see it, but uh, yeah, maybe a one. I'll give him a one.
2: <laughs> Could this be our biggest discrepancy? I'm giving him a four. Wow. Okay. It could be just my expectations, and I know the Angels are hitting ready's pretty good, but I just I'm gonna I'm gonna all right. You know what? I'm gonna say three. I I think my four may be aggressive. I need to check how many innings I'm giving him, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say three. But even that's you know a two step. uh, Sorry, uh, you know a two spot differential is pretty high for us.
1: Yeah, no, that is, and yeah, I'm probably too low. You were maybe too high on the four, so maybe yeah find the middle mm-hmm. ground there yeah. i just uh, that team's terrible and i mean dunning's been impressive but he is one and two and i just okay uh the angels scare me so i'm not gonna okay be, no that's
2: that's, that's fair sure. yeah.
1: here's an interesting one jose barrios at st louis at the angels he's been one of the bigger disappointments so far this season barrios um he's not this bad though so i'm gonna give him a three I can't really see sitting him down after I invested so much in him. So I know it's been tough, but you know, if you sit him down, you're probably going to miss like two gems. So
2: well, you already his last start was a gem. Well, it wasn't yeah. a gem. It was it was palatable. It was a nice. It was uh, encouraging. No, huh. I got him at three as well. And the, the and I think we've talked about Barrios in that we can't point to a, a an underlying metric and say he's been unlucky. He's deserved this mediocre start. Now, the question then is, do you trust three or four years of a solid track record versus six starts with a weird spring training? And I trust the the, the track record. So I can't say, look at that swinging strike. Look at that changeup. I can't hang my hat on that. I just hang my hat on the fact he's done it before and I think he'll do it again.
1: Yeah, I think it's... It's uh, largely a bet on the past track record and uh, yep, yep, the fact yep. that, you know, he can't be this bad. Uh, any reason to consider either the Nationals two-star guys? I mean, I guess Josiah Gray has been serviceable, but versus the Dodgers versus Colorado, Yohan Adon's going to be a zero, but is Josiah Gray a one or even, even a no, one?
2: Not a one? He's not a one but it wouldn't surprise me if he pitched very well in one of those two games. He's I think he's still raw. I think gray is still raw.
1: All right. Well, we'll recap these grades. Thanks again for bearing with me, Todd on the uh, technical difficulties. Sorry. You have to deal with that, but
2: uh, Eh, I've dealt with worse. I'll either
1: clear this media room uh, (laughs) computer or get a new one for next time, but not out of my own pocket. Uh, Zach Davies zero, by the way, we're recapping our two-star pitcher grades for the week of May 23rd, uh, 2022. So Tucker Davidson, I got zero Todd one Max Fried, I say four Todd five Jordan Lyles zero Bruce Zimmerman zero Nick Pavetta four drew smiley zero Tyler Malley. I say four Todd three. Zach Plisak, I say zero, Todd one. Cal Quantrill, I say one, Todd three. Kyle Freeland, one. Joey Wentz, zero. The Astros, Luis Garcia, five. Zach Granke, one. Walker Bueller, five. Tyler Anderson, I say three, Todd only one. Uh, Pablo Lopez, five. Corbin Burns, five. Adrian Hauser, two. Chris Archer, zero. Garrett Cole five. Jordan Montgomery, I say four, Todd five. James Caprillion, I say one, Todd three. Dalton Jeffries, I say zero, Todd two. Zach Wheeler, five. Kyle Gibson, two. JT Brubaker, I say one, Todd 0. Blake Snell, I say one, Todd three. Marco Gonzalez, I say two, Todd three. Alex Cobb, three, and a nice buy low. Miles Michaelis, four. Shane McClanahan five, Dayton Dunning I say one. Todd three, Jose Barrios three, Yohan Adan zero, and then Josiah Gray zero. Anything else on your mind today, Todd? Before we wrap things up,
2: um, it's you know we didn't talk about it because we talked about you know there's a nice threads on the you know the ball the ball the ball. There's so many weird things going on with the ball. Um, it's got me. It's got me awake at night. But, uh,
1: yeah, I'm glad we didn't talk about it today. Yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't really think about that, but it was a good, uh, ba- you know, the physics of the baseball-free discussion. So that, that's good. <laughs> That'll be a topic that's beat to death, but it is a topic we have to break down. But thanks again, and uh, hope the audio is not too bad for you all, and hope you'll join us again next week on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast.